When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hello, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today on my podcast, I have a wonderful guest, his name is Tim Story, and he's humanitarian author, speaker, and life coach, known for inspiring and motivating people of all the walks of life, from entertainment executives, celebrities, athletes, to adults and children in the most deprived neighborhoods in the country. Tim has traveled to 75 countries and spoken to millions of people. He often meets privately to counsel high-profile leaders in various industries. In this episode, Tim and I will be discussing how can someone create the future they desire, simple ways and simple guidance that will unlock a new way of acting and thinking, easy-to-follow instructions to examine all aspects of your life, tips on establishing and fulfilling work-life balance, the most common mistake people make that puts them further away from their goals, an encouraging and practical approach to physical and mental health, how to discover a new mindset and freedom in your personal finance strategies, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Tim. Welcome to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. How are you today? I'm feeling good. I'm in Southern California, and I just came back from a very nice walk earlier this morning. Amazing. And I always start my podcast by asking about you telling us about yourself, your career. Yes. I think that, you know, what I do, I'm more of a humanitarian. Uh, since I was little, I've always uh, loved helping people that looked like they needed, um, you know, a bit of a boost in life. And so I went to school for this type of work. And I've now traveled the world doing a lot of things in humanitarian work, anywhere from with young people to people in addiction and prison reform and just lifting up people's souls. That's what I do. Wow. I love what you do and all the benefits that come with it. How did you start your journey as an author, speaker, life coach? So I think that some things in life you decide, other things you discover. And for me, my life has been more of a discovery so when I was in high school, about age 17, um, I read a book about the life of Mother Teresa, who was a Catholic nun. 
And that's funny that I would even read that book because I was an athlete. Like, why is an athlete reading this book about a nun? <laughs> and uh, my friend had it. And when I read this book about this lady, she helped so many orphans. And I thought, wow, that's really awesome. So it got in my soul that I wanted to be a helper of those that many times could not help themselves, you know? So that's how it started, the journey. And I went to seminary, got my doctorate degree, and uh, began to create curriculums to help people in third world nations, and started speaking at orphanages and youth groups and different kinds of people. I started talking to around the world, and it just began to take off from there. I admire what you do. It's just amazing. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. And you also wrote an amazing book, Miracle Mentality. What inspired you to write it? So the Miracle Mentality book uh, comes out of observation. I think we, we learn primarily three different ways, through education, through uh, conversation, like we're doing now, and then also through observation of what you see. And what I begin to see is I would travel the world. I've now been to 75 countries of the world. I would see people that I felt were stuck in life. They were stuck and they were stalled. It's almost like if you're driving your car from one place to another and your car stalls. I feel like a lot of people get stalled and they get stuck in what I call an almost life. They're almost happy. The relationship almost worked. The job almost worked. The dream almost worked. And so I started studying this miracle mentality The word miracle means something uncommon, not normal, extraordinary. And I found that, you know, when we were children, we thought this way. We thought extraordinary, unusual, uncommon things. So the book teaches you how to connect with who you really are, with your miracle mentality. Wow, that's brilliant idea. And I always, you know, like to, um, like I've written a book, children's book, and it's about that it's okay to be different, it's okay to be yourself, and it's okay to be, you know, to show your talents to the world, and many of us kind of afraid to do so, and that's why so many people are sometimes, many times, unhappy with their lives. I think you're exactly right, because when you're children, like, let's say if we were to go to an orphanage in South Africa together, and you were to ask the children, what do you want to be when you get older? if they're like, you know, five, six years of age, you'll say things like uh, the president or a ballet dancer or a soccer player. It's always something that's kind of magical or miraculous. They never say, I want to be depressed or I want to be bankrupt <laughs> because they're thinking magical thoughts. And I feel like a lot of times people are places that we grew up, they try to restrict us. Uh, but, you know, some of us have decided not to let those restrictions stop us. And we decided to rise up and be who we are. And that is have a miracle mentality. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Love the concept. And also, what an important message are you sharing with readers? Like, please tell us more. I know you thought about miracle mentality, and but there's yes. more to it. So what happens to this situation of the miracle mentality? Okay, so if I say that you started with it, and you were imagining things as a child, the question is, okay, so what happened? So why have you maybe moved into a life that is what we call more mundane, 
mundane is common and regular status quo. And then also, why is your life many times become messy? A lot of people's lives become very messy, messy in their finances, messy in their relationships. But then also there's a third stage I talk about in the book, and that is the stage of madness, where it's like their life is out of control. And both you and me know people that their life is just mundane. We both know people that their life is messy. We both know people that their life is just filled with madness. And so uh, in this book, I teach you how to get out of that. And I'll give you the first three steps. Number one is you have to become awake. You have to become awake. You have to wake up. And secondly, you have to take inventory. Uh, look at your life realistically. Like, how's my mindset? How is my health? How is my spirit? Who am I connected to? So number one, you become awake. Number two, you take inventory. Number three, you have to partner with the right people. Oh, that's so important. You need people that have a miracle mentality to surround your life. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you because our surrounding play a huge role in our success and in our journey in general. That is very, very true because you could see the right person like where I live in LA, a lot of people are very into like fitness. And so, um, you know, you could be in shape, you can look great, you can be a vegan, you could do, you know, all these things, right? Meditate, but you could be the right person with the right plan. But if you don't have the right people around you, then what happens is that you begin to be pulled down. And I think that that's um, something that COVID-19 brought out of people that when we had to be quarantined for a long time, I think all of us found out even more about who our friends are and who our friends are, are not. And so, you know, sometimes we have to rearrange who's in our inner circle. Yeah, 100% agree. And how can someone create a future they desire? I think that the future you desire is inside of you. And so... Um, I said to Oprah Winfrey um, in a conversation in her backyard that I don't believe in chasing dreams. I believe in cooperating with what is inside of you. And I believe that every one of us, including you, has been spoken over. And so one of the things that I get to do, because, you know, I work with celebrities, so I get to talk to their mothers. So I was talking to Brad Pitt's mother. I said, what did Brad want to do when he was, you know, young? And she said, oh, he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an architect, like build houses and that, which he does. And he also does jewelry. Uh, and he wanted to be a humanitarian. And I asked Robert Downey Jr., uh, his mother. Uh, she said, oh, he wanted to be a director, an actor, a humanitarian. I asked Katy Perry's mother, what did she want to be? She wanted to be a singer and a humanitarian. So isn't that amazing? that the dream was inside of them at a very early age. So what do you do? You have to activate it. You have to stir it up. You have to educate it. You need to have the conversations with the right people who bring out the dream that has been in you all along. So my dream was in me all along. Your dream has been in you all along. We just decided to let it come out. Yeah, so true. I also love the humanitarian part. I'm trying to kind of do more of that as well. And I also have a concept. I'm still working on it, but there is like, I have a great idea about it. I can tell you more later. <laughs> yeah, I, wanna, I definitely want to hear. 
And I think that the part of the key of this humanitarian work, it's not so much like, like oh, I'm so blessed, now I'm gonna go help somebody else. No, I'm so human, I wanna help somebody else. So I never see it as a, a place of like, um, like homeless people. If, if you're around homeless people like I am, you know, most times somebody is bending down to them because the person is standing and the homeless person many times is sitting in the street. And so I think we have to be careful with that, that it's not always like, I have to wait to get so blessed, I'm gonna go help somebody. No, we're all human beings and we do the best we can with where we are, whether that is our time that we give or our energy that we give or the money that we give. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you have done work like that, I'm sure in the past and wanna to continue to do more. Yeah, it's like sometimes, you know, we, if you don't have enough money or funds to help, you still can use other ways to help, like invest your time or just donate clothes or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Like um, one of the things that I do is with the homeless. Wow, I've been doing that about 25 years. And um, we have these big outreaches and we'll bring in celebrities because a lot of people seem to like that. But if, even if you're not a celebrity, you know, you can help in the kitchen, you can help serve the food, you can help set the tables. And you know what I no notice is a lot of people have such joy when they're doing that. There's something that's joyful about serving other people. And I think that that's a missing thing in a lot of good people's lives. There's something about giving yourself to other people and serving. There's a joy. I agree. And last time we've done this with my family, we've done it in Ronald McDonald house. And we oh, had that's cook. great. Yeah, we had to cook for like 50 or 70 people. And um, all of those kids, you know, they were in the hospital and they were kind of ill and parents had to stay with them for a long time. So they did not have home cooked meal in a long time. And it was like around Christmas time and we've done it. We had so much joy and we had like so many people coming up to us and telling us how they loved it and how much it meant for them. Yes. So for you, if I could ask you a question, so what what did it do for you? It did give you this joy, right? Because you were able to use your giftings to uh, enhance somebody else's life. Yeah, exactly. It, it was so rewarding. And of course, I always enjoy doing it. Yeah, and, and as you know, it's amazing that you do reap what you sow. Like for me, um, I'm a humanitarian, but as you probably have seen um, by studying me, I have a lot of businesses and I do a lot of projects and I do a lot in entertainment. And uh, it's interesting, a lot of those things I never looked for, but they were the blessings that came from being around people that were helping people. So I find that interesting about my life that I never looked for all these things to happen, but they did happen. Yeah, it's amazing. Would you please share a simple guidance that will unlock a new way of acting and thinking? Yes. So I would like to go back to this idea of becoming awake. Then number two, I was saying that you have to take inventory. Number three is that you have to partner with the right people, but there's a number four. And that is you have to have the right principles in your life. And so one of the ways to unlock what's in you 
is to make sure you have the right information inside of you. Like a lot of things that we were taught, even when we were young, were not correct. And, you know, like even in a lot of children's books, they talk about uh, limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs. Um, there's a book that's very, very famous. And there's a statement in the book that says, you know, you have what you have and you need to just stay satisfied with that and not want other things. And really, that's really not always the truth. <laughs> because if, you're, if your family is poor, that's really not enough to be poor. You know, in that child might be a dream to do something great. So I think you have to have the right principles in your life. And I think that's one great thing about your podcast is you're teaching people through these conversations you're having with people like myself, that they could have better principles to take them to a better life. I agree. And I love people like yourself and my other guests that they always provide so much value and so much information that I get a lot of feedback after that people enjoy it. And it was so helpful and informative for them. Yes. So, yeah. So I think that the, the principles will unlock things in you and, um, I say that most people learn three ways. One is education, so that's the principles. The second is observation, and the third is conversation. So today, and this podcast with you, uh, we're talking about education, but we're also having a conversation. And sometimes you're only one conversation away from a better life. So I believe that a lot of you that are listening right now, as we teach these principles of change about becoming awake, taking inventory, partnering right, with right people, having the right principles, and out of the right principles, then comes the right plan. Wow, 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 the right plan. Because I think a lot of people have been following the wrong plan that led them to the wrong place. Oh, absolutely, yeah, I agree with you. What are your best tips on establishing yes. and fulfilling work-life balance? Um, I think that the, the key is to really listen to your, your heart and hear what it's saying. <laughs> There's actually a song by Marvin Gaye called that. It says, stop, look, listen to your heart, hear what it's saying. And he sings his song with the great Diana Ross, who used to be with the Supremes. But that's what I do. Like, I listen to my heart. So I'm thankful for all the opportunities that I get. But I don't take all the opportunities that I get because then I would not be living. So my, my balance is to listen to my heart. So some, some days I, you know, I have to work a lot, a lot, a lot. But at the same time, I will go and listen to music for a long time or go to like a little cool jazz club or I'll go out and eat with some people that I really like or I go shopping for clothes because I like clothes. <laughs> so I listen to my heart. So stop, look, listen to your heart, hear what it's saying. Yeah. So basically don't overwork yourself because then you just create burnout. Well, I think that we have a, a challenge in the world today where there's so many people on social media that are just talking about like, you know, work, 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 and never taking a day off. I don't believe this at all. <laughs> I believe in nutrition, exercise. I believe in sleep. I tell you what, one good night's sleep can change the whole week. <laughs> so I believe in balance and um, being balanced 
um, has worked for my life. And I know a lot of my friends teach against this. They say, I don't believe in balance. I, I don't believe in it. You, you gotta just work seven days a week. So, I mean, that's their opinion, but I, I like to enjoy where I am and I like to enjoy where I'm going. I like to do it both. Yeah, I do too. You know, even I started doing social media detox, like <laughs> not going on social media for a day or two. <laughs> yeah, I think it's smart. I think it's very, very smart. And to be in the moment, like the other day, I had a little bit of time off and I went in my backyard and I saw um, three butterflies. They were flying together. And it's a true story. I'm sitting there in my chair by myself drinking hot tea because hot tea is good for your throat when you talk a lot like me. And all of a sudden, these three butterflies just kind of stayed in the area where I was. So I was talking to a friend of mine who likes things like this. And she told me, she goes, Tim, that's like a rare sighting. So I think that there are like miracle moments, magical moments that many times we miss because we're so busy working, 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 and uh, not paying attention. I like to pay attention to life's little miracles. So true. Yeah, that was like a sign for you from universe for some yes. great miracle to come. Exactly. Ex exactly. So I, I believe in this idea that miracles are real, that we can believe in miracles. We can expect miracles. And when I say miracles, that's something uncommon, not normal, not regular, which is happening to your life. You're not living a common life because I've studied you. You're doing very well. And so you have to believe in miracles, expect them, but then you have to receive miracles. And, you know, sometimes people are so distracted, they're not realizing the miracle is right in front of them. Oh, that's so true. Like you nailed it because, you know, I do believe in miracles a lot too. And, but sometimes, and lately I've been so busy that I, I was not recognizing some of them. And then when I stop and take a pause, I go back and I, I think that, it was actually in front of my face and I didn't see it. Well, 100%. I'll tell you a quick story. I was sitting on an airplane next to a lady, just a very classy lady. And um, we were just talking about life. And then she asked what I did. And it was all the way from New York to LA. And we were in the big airplane in first class. So the ones where you could sleep. So I was sleeping. I told her my name. When I woke up, she had Googled me. <laughs> And she said to me, Tim, oh my gosh, you didn't say you did all these things. I said, yeah, I mean, I like helping people. And then she talked to me about her business and her business, which I'm not going to name, is one of the biggest businesses in the world, literally. And she is one of the top people at that business. So if I said the name of the business, everyone would know the name of this business. And she said to me, I want to help you. I like you. I like your energy, Tim. I like what you're doing. I want to help you. And guess what? She has, and so has her business. So could you imagine if I didn't pay attention to her or if I said, oh, I'm too sleepy to talk to this lady because she was talking to me or I'm not in the mood. I'm just going to listen to my music. But I engaged with her and dialogued with her. And this lady became a real miracle in my life. And I become a miracle in her life. Wow, what an amazing story. Sometimes we don't know who is next to us and who is like talking to us. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, that's how I met Kanye West 15 years ago. I was on my way to Miami. He was on his way to Art Basel, which as you probably know, is a great um, art exhibit and event. 
event in Miami and um, I saw a bodyguard coming in to the airplane and I first thought it was Britney Spears bodyguard, but it wasn't, it was Kanye West. And I looked in first class, there was one seat open and Kanye West came and sat down and we talked for, out of the five hour flight, we talked for about four hours. And that at that time bonded his friends and brothers and have been close ever since. But you never know what's gonna sit next to you, who's gonna sit next to you, whether it's a butterfly or a rap star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to keep true. your eyes open. Yeah, definitely. What is the most common mistake people make that puts them further away from their goals? I would say unrealistic expectations. And I really want people to hear this. Like, I think that people, you know, they see people that have got these amazing stories like Charlize Theron, the actress, uh, she was at a bank and she was seen by the famous John Crosby, who's a friend of mine, who was a manager at the time. And um, he saw her and he basically kind of discovered her. I mean, she was already a model but he kind of discovered her. So people see those stories or they hear about uh, a beautiful woman walking through a mall and somebody discovers her and she becomes like a famous model. But that is very uncommon. So I think that people need realistic goals. And so, you know, I still life coach over 300 celebrities. And what I find about people that are doing well in life in entertainment is that it's one step at a time. It's one step at a time. And if you fail, get back up and take another step. If you fail, get back up, take another step. So unrealistic expectations will get you in trouble every time. Be very realistic. And if I ever coached you, the only thing I'm looking for is for you to get better. I want you to get better. Nice. Is it challenging to coach celebrities? I mean, I know it is because they have personalities. They have bright personalities, which are, you know, I think I have a gift. I have a gift to do it because I, I started with the older celebrities with probably like if there were 10 um, big actors in the olden days, I probably was friends with about six or seven of those 10. And when I got to get to know those guys who were in their like 60s and 70s and 80s, when I met them, I was only in my 20s. Um, so when I got to know them, I felt like I could handle anybody. <laughs> So it's, to me, it's a privilege, but I think everybody's a celebrity. The word celebrity means to be celebrated. So if you're a school teacher, you're a celebrity. If you work at a construction job, you're a celebrity. If you're a mother or father, you're a celebrity. We're, we're all celebrities. We're celebrated by somebody. That's how I see it. Wow. That's amazing how you said it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I actually really believe it. So I treat, I treat, um, everybody like they're a celebrity because they're special and they're made in the image of God. And so, you know, you treat people that way. It's amazing what will come out of them. You know, so, some people have never been treated that way, but when you start to treat them that way, many times they rise to who they really are. Yeah. They start shining because they never been treated like that. Like you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. And encouraging and practical approach to physical and mental health in your opinion. I think, I think that um, you have to go from what I call the battleground. Like, I think that as soon as you leave your house, I call that a, a battleground. Like, even if you're driving on the freeway, sometimes there's a lot of traffic. 
and there's it feels like a little bit of a battle. A battle is a conflict. Okay, you can go to a restaurant and you you know it's it's not a good environment. You thought it was going to be a good environment, but it's not. It's too crowded. Maybe you got bad service. That could feel like a lot of conflict. So you have the battleground, but you also need to go to what I call the holy ground. The holy ground is a quiet place. There's power in the quiet. So there's there's power in meditation. There's power in prayer. There's power in just walking by yourself. There's power in just sitting at home and reading a book and having a quiet day or night. So don't just stay on the battleground. Go to the holy ground, and in the holy ground you'll get more strength. You got to build yourself up in the holy ground to handle anything in the battleground. Wow, very interesting. I like how you said it, and how you said that it's sometimes important to stay quiet and just stay still. Yes, yeah, and not enough people do that. Like for for my job, um, because I help people, they're always looking for me. Like there's people looking for me right now. Okay, so if I responded to everybody that was texting me, I wouldn't have a life. And so just because it's urgent to somebody else doesn't mean that you have to respond at that moment. And there's some people I say to them, uh, it's a very busy week and I can call you on Saturday. Ooh, and they get so bothered because I know it's not that they need something right now. They just want to pitch me a project. Does that make, make sense? Yeah. And But I'm in the middle of living my life. So... This is very important. Somebody else's urgent is not necessarily yours. Yeah, so true. How do you discover a new mindset and freedom in your personal finance strategies? So I have a chapter, as you probably know, in my book, Miracle Mentality, on uh, miracle mentality in finances. And I think that the, the first way to get this miracle mentality is you have to sit and learn. And one thing about me, I'm not afraid to ask questions. Um, even though a lot of people look up to me for what I'm good at, um, if I don't know something about Bitcoin or some other currency, I'm not afraid to ask the question. So I think that one thing you have to do is you have to sit and you have to learn again. So if there's an area of your life that you are not as qualified, don't be afraid to take a class, to keep listening to this amazing podcast, to, you know, get people's books and learn and sit, sit, sit and learn and then stand in what you've learned and then begin to walk out what you've learned. So true because the most common mistake people make, they think they know everything and they just like, or they just think they look stupid if they ask the question. So that's why. 100%. You're so, you're so, Uh, right. And you, you're around similar crowds as, as me, I think. So I'm around a lot of very intelligent people. And again, for some reason, you know, people ask me a lot of questions and they may say, Tim, what is your view on this? And I say, you know, I have to get back to you on that. I, I haven't really studied that that much. But now that you bring it up, I'll study it. And so You know, sometimes at the table, someone will say, well, that shocks me. I, I can't believe that Tim's story would not know this. Well, I can believe that Tim's story would not know this because I became a specialist in one area, and that is helping people turn their lives around. And so I'm a master chef in that area. 
but that doesn't mean I'm a master chef in every type of cuisine. So that doesn't mean I know how to cook every type of food. So I don't mind learning about other things, about finances, about uh, what's happening with global warming. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to listen and learn about everything. I love to learn. Yeah, it's okay not to know everything. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's why I'm talking to you today, because I'm learning from you as well. <laughs> Thank you. And where can our listeners find you? Your social handles, all your information, where they can purchase your book? Yeah, so the book is doing extremely well. And that's because it's like essential reading for anybody who wants to live a magical life. So the book is doing well. You can just get it at Amazon. And you can also get the book uh, on audio. People seem to like my voice. And so I went into these studios for two days in a row and I read the book. So you can get it at Amazon. And so I know you'll put everything there. It's just timstory.com is my um, name. And that's where you can find me, timstory.com. Then obviously, like you, I'm on Instagram as well and Facebook. Great. Thank you so much, Tim, for providing all this information. Thank you for being my guest. What a privilege. Thank you so much for having me. I really mean that. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.